Hey everyone, welcome to the So I Heard podcast brought to you by Tiff and Dan. This is a podcast where Dan and I have been roaming the streets and taking notes of all those funny conversations or maybe not so funny conversations that we just want to continue talking about and make you listen to us about. Because what else are you doing right now? Listening to music? Why do that when you can listen to us? Because we have no idea what we're talking about. We're unscripted. We're unhinged. So just join us for this wild ride. Um, every time you hear that, so I heard prompt, we'll be jumping into a new conversation. I'm I'm usually a 50-50 guy when it comes to either music when I'm walking in the streets of Toronto. But do you have a split in terms of music only when you're walking or music only when you're working out? Oh, working out. I thought you were going to go with another question with that. Um, sometimes I do listen to a, a good podcast when I'm working out as well. Um my gym is very extra. Sometimes they'll bring in a DJ and it's just aggressive. So I'm not going to lie. Sometimes I just use my uh, headphones to block out the noise. DJs in gyms, that is very 2018, might I add. Is it? Um, sounds like another conversation for another day. In the meantime, so I heard, so you're going to just piss next to the sink? Sometimes when growing up, if you only have one bathroom and you got to go, then if you got to piss next to a sink, that's a, an emergency avoided. My question is, is like, if there's clearly a sink there, was there like another sink or were they saying they're pe- peeing into the toilet? Like, why not just pee into the sink then instead of beside the sink? I mean, I'm not for peeing in the sink at all, but if, if, there was gonna be a choice. I'm just, I'm just thinking of the cleanup here. Maybe it's one of those like fancy kitchens where there's like almost two sinks. You know, you got like the sink to wash, and then you got the sink to dry, but you can also put water down it. But whoever this person is, I'm assuming that their logic is a drain's a drain, or maybe a drain's not a drain. Wait, are we assuming that this person's house, whether that's in the kitchen or the living room, just had a drain beside the sink, like a floor drain, and that's what they're peeing into. Because I don't know if I want if that's some fancy house I want to be a part of, or I'm also terrified right now about why they need a floor drain. Floor drain is aggressive if you're peeing into the floor drain. Like I think a lot of uh, this is a fun fact for for those who are interested in how Koreans bathe, but in Korea. There's actually no bathtub. It's legitimately you have the shower head that pulls apart and you can control it. But then there's just a drain in the bottom. But that is absolute absurd to pee in the floor drain. You know, I actually have sat, you know, awake at night all the time just wondering how Koreans bathe. And yeah. thank you for answering that for me to you know, I learned something new on this on on this podcast every time as well. As well, Dan, it was like I just needed clearly inspiration from floor drain peers um, to really like answer all of my life's curiosities. On the floor drain topic, though, like I guess what really has me creeped out about it is like I immediately think of like taking science labs and there'd be floor drain because you would have a shower for all those like chemical accidents you'd go through. So I just like I don't know what's happening. I'm just I'm just picturing some 
billionaire that's doing experiments and they need a floor drain because of all the chemical accidents and clearly like that's just where my mind's going and you know where i would spend my billions uh, avi if the korean lifestyle is what billionaires seek to get once they make their money it's uh but this person it's beside a sink is it makes you think that there is no drain. Maybe it's just maybe this is like a camping situation where you know though the, you can't drink the water, so don't piss down the hole because this is going to make the water taste worse. But uh, it, it's it's a tricky one. Yeah, or maybe this was more like a logistics question. Maybe the peeing has not happened yet, and they're just wondering if they are going to pee right next to the sink. You know, I feel yeah. There's there's uh quite a lot of uh, shy peers out there you know um <laughs> i will be honest i can be a shy peer um many times i have gone to a bar where they don't have the splits between the urinals and people can just just gawk at uh, your bits and uh it can be intimidating so this person peeing beside a sink maybe they were just standing there for such a long time and it finally happened honestly having external sex organs just sound really annoying I'm, this is probably one of the few times where i'm very happy that you know um I'm a woman, and it, this is just better. It, it's honestly <laughs> this is just a better experience. The the worst thing than a peeing beside a sink is peeing in a trough. There are some bars out there still where in the men's washroom you're peeing in a trough full of piss and ice, and people are just just making eyes at. God knows what, but you are just staring straight at a single piece of ice, praying that piss comes out. Oh, maybe you really uncovered something here. Maybe this wasn't about peeing on the floor, but peeing in a trough beside the sink, where I would imagine these bathrooms have the sink located. But I, I, I have another curiosity, Dan. You know, like moving on from the Koreans. Um, do do men have staring contests in there? If someone is making eyes with you, you are looking dead straight. Um, unless that's that's your jams. Like, if that's your yum, I'm not here to yuck it, but not my jams. Oh, you're not staring at each other. It's not like a it's like a, a Texas hold'em. No, that's not what you call the cowboy thing. That's poker. <laughs> but like a you know like a three to one countdown turn, and then you accidentally pee on each other. <laughs> I, kind I, of situation, no. I, I hope not. that's because that's, that's what girls think is happening in there. You know, you, you men wonder what is happening in a girl's bathroom. Same, same thing, right back at you. Yeah, that's like, what we assume is going on. Boys, think, a lot of a lot of fencing, a lot of uh, crossing streams. We think that like at girls' sleepovers, it's just pillow fights. But in men's washrooms, it's uh, it's definitely not. See who's the first one that can launch. It's definitely not how how hard you can pee. It's definitely just uh, an in and out transaction. Always be closing, am I right? <laughs> when if you're a closer, you're drinking coffee. You are pissing in the trough. All right. You know what else I've heard though? I also teach people how to tie people up and how to experience flogging. Flogging is that like a type of dance? I think you're thinking of flossing, um, and not the world of s and m oh aka what is uh, s&m it's an m&m flavor <laughs> very nice very nice it's a it's ones that you can buy in japan i hear oh yeah all every single type of s&m m&m flavor those 
Japanese. They got it. First, we're teaching about the Koreans. Next, Japanese. Japanese people love matcha. They love S&M. And you can buy it in every grocery store there. Yeah, the 7-Eleven. I heard that's where it's at. Get that with a side of uh, egg sandwiches. Yeah, yeah. I'm all about the egg sandwiches. But this person, we're saying that... They, they were telling someone that they were tying them up? So I heard I also teach people how to tie people up and how to experience flogging. You don't want to just be, you know, a an active participant in flogging. You want to experience the 360 perspective of flogging, you know? Maybe I'm too vanilla, but I have absolutely no idea what flogging is. My guess is that... This person is bound by rope and is just in the air while people do nasty things or fun things to their body. Again, S&M, a type of M&M flavor. So as they're being bound, Darren, they're getting M&Ms tossed at them. Mm. But you see how difficult it is that they can't catch them because they're bound up. See, another, that's the real torture. Another fun Korean fact: uh, when you are getting married, there is a ceremony where the partner um, kind of like s- stretches their their hanbok, which is a Korean traditional wear, outwards. Like you're getting ready to carry a lot of eggs, and your parents and in laws throw chestnuts at them. So I wonder if the Koreans, maybe this is their type of S and M or flogging i didn't know that koreans also invented snm first the baths now snm maybe maybe to koreans is not snm maybe to koreans it's like kimchi kimchi ropes bound fun you know it's a extreme explainer oh yeah i didn't know your ancestors had so much history over there <laughs> You know, yeah, it, it, I guess it is surprising that ancestors have histories. Um, but uh, I'm I'm so curious, like that the setting that you would share this information. Like these people must not be colleagues; they're definitely close friends, or maybe they're swingers. I don't know about you, but I like to practice openness at work, and you know, I I think it's all it's important to be vulnerable and uh, share your personal life. Every now and then, you know, people need to know that you're human and you're you're into being tossed M and M's while being bound naked. You know, what a close friend once told me uh, to my colleagues, I'm a virgin. So you know, when when they say tossing M and M's, like if someone's telling me this information, maybe my cur- curiosity is is what kind of flavor is this a pretzel m&m do we want hard bits thrown at them now now you're getting a little bit too kinky for me (laughs) pretzels during sex pretzels peanut butter a lot of people are into putting peanut butter on bits for god knows what reason let's not dive in because obviously we are so pg we're throwing m&ms at each other on another food related note i i what else have you heard, Dan? Yeah, so so I heard, have you ever had pork rinds? I've been curious about them. I really hope that they're not throwing pork rinds at people while they're bound, because I think that, that's just a level too far for me. M&M's, pretzels, maybe even the peanut butter we can handle, but pork rinds, too far. P- pork rinds is, I've never had them. I've always seen them in stores. They're like deep fried they don't look like anything pork related if anything it's the 
the cousin of a sour cream and onion ringo you know i just i feel like the marketing team of behind big pork could have just done better than pork rides it's just i'm sorry it just does not sound appetizing to me like i feel like they could have gone with even like maybe there was a typo here maybe it should have been pork rings because that (laughs) that kind of sounds like something i could i could get into you know i could really circle back to pork rings pork rings are fun but let's circle back to a fun topic that tiff just brought up big pork what does big pork do all of the that's just the marketing company behind all pork products um you didn't realize it but um did you know that one animal actually only has one marketing company behind them ah so that means there's big beef out there there's big big chicken there's big fish um, or big tofu for our vegetarian listeners yeah my favorite though big cheese um really like what they're trying to push i've uh, i've totally bought in i i will i will buy anything that big cheese tells me if, if you're like me and you're a lactose intolerant i'm also a fan of big cheese but i need big lactate pills or i need a big washroom well on, on that uh, so i heard this is on a such a wholesome note i hope so I heard they all look so beautiful and different. Yeah, I feel like you can't really go without saying that in a no, in a non wholesome way. Um, I I guess they could also. I'm trying to think of trying to, you know, this person saying it violently. I guess like I wasn't there for this conversation. Like, what would that sound like to you, Dan? In a violent way, in violent inflations, they all look so beautiful and different. God, I fucking hate them. <laughs> so harsh maybe this person is also hopefully not but the difference you know maybe they are racist and we hate these people yeah that's what they were really commenting on they're like like what like ugh, they look so beautiful and different like we hate difference we hate beauty um let's celebrate ugliness you know we don't celebrate that enough the ugly things in life you know uh there's a term that there's people or celebrities out there ugly hot like adam driver i've never seen adam driver as an ugly hot kind of man i've seen adam driver as a hot man oh, okay I, w- I was really worried where you're going there because i i i stand uh adam driver as well i think he's just beautiful and different he's like an absolute giant i assume he's got huge hands and maybe huge other parts huge pork rind huh um but this person, maybe this person's from like, maybe let's say Alabama, and they're not used to different skin tones. Oh, wow. Okay. Okay. Back to that. Um, I really do think that we've been very human centric, though. Like, what if they're just, you know, I love calling fruit so beautiful and different. Like, just, you know, when you're just at a good farmer's market, and you're just staring at everything, all that produce, and you're like, wow. They all look so beautiful and different. See, now, for the listeners out there, we've learned, I assume, that in our class when Tiff was younger, she probably just painted fruit and was like, oh, my teacher's going to absolutely love this beautiful pear. Yeah, I've also clearly been influenced by big fruit. They got to me, and I've, I've been pushing their agenda ever since. No wonder why I've been eating six bananas a week. It's Tiff from Big Fruit has been really pushing this gotta eat your fruit content per the, for the day definitely not things that you want to be thrown at you while you're bound up naked is fruit i, guess, I assume <laughs> if i had to choose if i am bound and i'm flogging if that's the right term the fruit that i would want to be i guess 
thrown at me would maybe be of the berries variety. They'd probably be a lot softer. And if I caught one in my mouth, that's a lot of antioxidants for me. Oh, just a two for one. It's almost like a soft M&M. We're, we're just full circle back. A uh, full pork ring back here now. That's from Tiff, who works both at Big Pork and Big Fruit. Um, a lot of a lot of fun things have been said this week. We are we are so thrilled to venture into the world of pork rings, and you know I've learned something about flogging um, that I will be googling once I get home. Um, I can't wait for your girlfriend to find that Google search, Dan, uh, once you get home. But on that note. Um, we'd like to just let you know that Big Podcast would love for you to listen to this. Like, subscribe, and stay tuned for our next episode. Ciao!